Well, here we go. I didn't get to tell this story in the last little bit, but we're going to do that now. Because uh, my mindset has sort of changed here. CarPro.com talk line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. Uh, this past weekend, I went and I shot this YouTube video where, uh, let, let me set the stage. So on Lock and Load with Bill Frady, I have these two segments. One is with a guy named uh, Dean Weingarten, who is a writer who has written more articles. He's the biggest writer in the gun space on the planet. And he comes on my show twice a week. And we discuss some things. And one of the things we discuss is pistol defense against bears when you're out in the woods. Then I have another guy who comes on uh, later on in the week named Super Dave Harrington. Super Dave Harrington spent 20 years in the military in special operations the whole way. And he has, since he's been out of the military, he has become uh, a pistol instructor of the type to where he, he does crazy drills, like running on a treadmill while he's shooting at targets. Crazy drills. And he's the one that a lot of the other instructors seek out to train with just simply because he's just that good. So in connection with what Dean and I had talked to uh, when uh, when I went by Dewey's and I got the 44 Magnum, I decided to take it out and compare that to a 10 millimeter. So I shot those over the weekend and I discovered once again, as I've always known about the 10 millimeter pistol, that uh, 10 millimeters pretty good. 40, the 44 was very sweet, but there's the only problem with the 44 is it's six rounds. That's the only problem. Otherwise, it's a great gun. And uh, so, my my as I was thinking about this, I then <laughs> I then uh, got out there and I was thinking, uh, well, you know, if I had the right holster and the right rig, I could carry the 10 as a primary carry weapon. Now, the, the, the particular pistol I carry is uh, is modeled on the Glock 20. It's actually got a Poly 80 lower. Uh, they would call that a ghost gun, except mine has a serial number on it because it was built by a guy named Roger Ward in Easley. And it was built for me. So I'd taken that out. Boy, that boy, that thing shot well. And I wasn't shooting a, you know, a real serious 10-millimeter load, but I have, and they're very manageable for me and everything else. So I'm, I'm just thinking in the back of my head, I ought to get a good holster made for this. And start carrying this, and I'll tell you why in just a minute. I call Super Dave, and uh, Super Dave, who also has a Glock 20, he's been doing the same thing. So we started discussing why this would be a thing, and and here it is. So like, and this is what really the whole thing with Second and Charles, the the, the mass stabbing. This is what made me start going in this direction. When somebody's coming at you with a knife. At 21, if they're 21 feet away and you don't have your gun out and aimed at them, they very likely are going to close that. They call it the Tula drill. And um, at 21 feet, they can close enough distance with you and get up on you and be shanking you before you get your weapon up, out, and on them. So if you are fast enough, or if you, you know, that's if you're standing still, watch them go and, wow, he's really coming at me. Um, the, uh, the, the whole thing comes down to, you got to be able to move around and everything. But then next comes up. Here's a guy, and I don't know anything about this particular guy that did this mass stabbing. I would think that if you're going to start stabbing people, though, you're going to have an adrenaline dump, wouldn't you? And with that, I began to question the efficacy of how well my 9 millimeters might run on this guy. So here I am. 
And I'm thinking about the 10 because the 10 handgun rounds are weak. We default to handguns as a self-defense option because they're easy to carry. And to a certain degree, we've gotten ridiculous with it. People go out there now and they, they're buying guns about the same size. I used to have a cigar lighter when I smoked cigars that were shaped like a pistol. Some of these pistols that are out there now about the same size as my cigar lighter. The only problem with that is while it's real easy to hide, at the same time when you actually have to pull it out, if you have to shoot it more than two or three times, well, it's not fun. And you're not going to train with it. And that's key. I'm being asked what happened at 2nd and Charles. Uh, recently at 2nd and Charles, somebody stabbed three people at 2nd and Charles. And I was there Saturday. <laughs> it's past Saturday. I don't know what day all this happened. I heard about this yesterday. So um, to this end, I'm making this thought. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to decide that I'm probably going to, when I get it back, I took it to back to Roger Ward. And I said, let's mount this dot on it. Can you make me a good holster for this so I can carry it? And uh, I'm going to have this nice hideout holster. It doesn't weigh it. As a matter of fact, a 10 millimeter, 15 round Glock weighs less than the six round 44 Magnum does when they're both loaded. So it's not going to weigh that much. It's 2.2 pounds, two pounds, two ounces, excuse me. So I was thinking about that. And the thing about 10 the 10 millimeter is that uh, this would also work against a car. Oh, Bill, you're going to go shooting car. Well, you know, recently we've seen cars ramming into people. And my whole thought as I'm going here, I'm just thinking, what would be a good gun that I can use that goes, that would work against a bear, that would work against a human, that would work against a car or a barrier? What if somebody's behind a barrier, right? Well, 10 millimeter will breach that if you got the right load in it. And so I just found that amazing that Super Dave, and I mean, I Super Dave and I come at it from different thought processes and we arrive at the same thing. That was the funny part about it for me. Because when I called him and I was talking about it yesterday, this is what the show is going to be about this uh, Friday when we talk. And um, yeah, uh, when, when he told me he was thinking along the same lines and he's going, he's getting the holsters made and all that other stuff. And he has a holster he calls the S Dave rig, which I have one of. And that's a really good holster. And I said, listen, if you get one of those made, get one made for the Poly 80 trigger guard, would you? So I can have one too. And uh, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start training with my nines because that's it, that's an inexpensive way to train. And I'm going to start carrying my 10. And there you have it. That's just, uh, I just found that interesting that, this is a guy. Super Dave has bodies. He he's got a he's got a body count. He was involved in real world stuff, and uh, his uh, his his whole approach to gunfighting is the same approach they have in the military, where it's just steps. You're constantly working on the steps. You got the steps in your mind's eye. So when that moment comes, if you have to actually draw a weapon, you're going into the steps. And all of his equipment and all of the guns he carries and the, the holsters he uses and the way he dresses, all of that is made up in order to do what you got to do when you start going into the steps, when you start re replaying this in your head. And all of that was driven home by the fact that we had a mass stabbing in Greenville, South Carolina. And, you know, what do we got happening in Asheville? Asheville's within the uh, broadcast area. We, we, we got all kinds of crazy things happening in Asheville. Uh, you know, 
So I, I think it's time for me to up my game, which means I'm going to be building out this uh, 10 millimeter to a ridiculous degree. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the questions on the ballot are. Not even, uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I so to that end, when I was asking you if it worries you that this is happening, it, it worries me. It worries me because I like to exist out and about. And I'm not going to exist out and about and be preoccupied with what's going on. But if I'm going to go out and about and I know certain things are going to go on, I think I'm going to equip myself in such a way to where I stop something. If something bad is happening, I want to be able to stop it before it causes too much damage. I'm not worried about me personally being a target because I'm old and I'm, you know, I just sort of try to shrink up against the wall. But um, I, I don't, you know, the, the biggest biggest issue I have with crime today is the crimes on the innocent. And I don't want to see that happen in front of me. And if it's happening in my general vicinity and my zip code, the uh, odds just narrowed. So that's where my head's been since uh, Sunday. That's where my head's been since Sunday. Uh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Somebody's telling me, well, it'll overpenetrate and you're responsible. Yeah, I know that. Thanks very much. I appreciate that. <sighs> like, I'm not going to take, take those sort of actions. Artificial intelligence has lost its mind and it's running amok. And I'm going to give you two examples of that. One was really entertaining for me. That when we get back, this is News Talk 98.9 WORD.